You're listening to the Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast with Tommy Kalonen, a proud member of the Denim Audio Network. Welcome to the Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast, where we talk to innovative artists, creative pastors, church planners, entrepreneurs, and people creating movements. Our goal is to inspire and equip you in ministry, music, and the marketplace. I'm your host, Tommy Urban D. Kalonen. Flavorfest family was good. We are back. Episode number 25. Can you believe it? We all the way up to 2-5. Yes. Well, today we got a incredible guest. We got a female artist, author, preacher, TV show host, entrepreneur, all things creative. And listen, if you are a parent of a teenager, you especially want to tune in, lean in a little bit today because she uh, has some great messages for teenagers, and she is going to be doing a workshop at FlavorFest, actually a workshop track specifically for uh, par- for kids. <laughs> so if you're a parent, you want to bring them, uh, but, but specifically for teenagers uh, that are pastor's kids or ministry leader's kids, or if you're an artist and you're out there, and maybe you're thinking about coming to FlavorFest and bringing your family like in the past, uh, the daytimes at Flavor Fest was just for the adults, right? So we're going to workshops and maybe the kids were back at the hotel if you brought them or they're hanging out in the lobby on their phones, bored, like waiting. When's the concert start? You know, the concerts are in the evening. Of course, the teenagers love that. But during the daytime, uh, we are going to have a workshop track for pastors, kids, ministry leaders, kids, artists, kids, and Maddie Ray is going to be leading that. And that's who we have on today's podcast. She's a pastor's kid herself, super creative, all things around. Like like you're going to hear a little bit more of her story. So I'm really excited about it. So Flavor Fest, by the way, if you haven't heard, it's back in 2021. We're going to be in Tampa, Florida at Crossover Church, October the 7th through the 10th. And yeah, there's going to be seven workshop tracks, six for adults (laughs) and one that's going to be for uh, teenagers and young adults, uh, really from like 10 years and up. And that'll be with Maddie Ray. And uh, I think AI, the anomaly is going to be doing a workshop in that track as well. So it's going to just be really good. So if you were thinking about coming down and then maybe like bringing your family, coming down to sunny Florida, maybe tacking on a couple extra days to go to the beach or go to Bush Gardens or Disney or something like that. Um, there is going to be something for the entire family at Flavor Fest, not for the babies, but you know, if you've got like 10 years and up, there's going to be a great workshop track for them. Of course, they'll love the concerts. So, yo, go over to flavorfest.org and get your tickets now. Get your registration for the conference. Uh, we're super excited about this year. There's a lot of buzz about it because we haven't done it in a couple of years. So, All that, we're going to jump right into it today, my interview with Maddie Ray. Let's go. All right, what's going on, Maddie Ray? How are you doing today? I am doing good. Thank you, Pastor Tommy, so much for having me on your podcast. This is such an honor. Sure. So I know that some of you guys out there, you may recognize Maddie Ray because she recently was like the verse of the day on (laughs) YouVersion. And I remember when me and my wife watched that, we were like so proud. We're like, yo, look, she's a, you know, the first of the day. Oh, thank you. You did such a great job. So tell us about how that incredibly awesome opportunity came about. 
Yeah, that was that was so, so neat. I did not expect the response that I got from it. But, you know, this year I've been putting out a lot of resources and writing a lot. And so I had connected with version to actually release some devotionals that'll be coming out soon. Mm -hmm. And so while we were in the process of doing like this partnership with them and everything, they asked if I would do a t teaching clip for the verse of the day. So I was like, of course, I would love to do that. But I, I hadn't been kind of like on you version for a little while to see how they've like redone stuff and their like stories and yeah. kind of all the new features that they had. And so when I sent them my video clip and then found out kind of how they were going to play it, I thought it was really neat how it was going to really be featured. And then that Friday that it came on, I didn't know that that was the day that it was going to be on. And so I started getting all of these messages and people tagging me and like followers. And I'm like, what is going on right now? Like what happened? And I saw it on version, and it would the, probably the neatest thing about it was just seeing how many people were really blessed, impacted, and uh, really they, they loved the prayer at the end, which I thought was really neat out of everything. Yeah. They, so many people messaged me and just said, thank you for praying over me. I feel mm -hmm. so much better about my day and what I've been going through. And so to get literally hundreds of messages like that was so encouraging and then hearing from you guys I know my mom had told me that I think Lucy had texted her yeah. and so to hear from you guys I'm like oh that's so neat that others came across it but it was a really great opportunity and uh, a, a wonderful opportunity to just minister to people that's awesome well it's been it's been great to watch you grow up a little bit over the years I haven't known you that long but I think it's been mm -hmm. about six or seven years now yeah uh, back when me and your dad connected yeah. And then got to come up and, uh, you know, to your church and minister mm -hmm. and meet you and like just the movement of, you know, teenagers that were all yeah. involved in worship and, and the creative arts and stuff and just the, yeah. the vibe and movement that you guys have. It was just so encouraging and inspiring. And I know you were just, you were back then, you were in high school, you were like an aspiring artist, but now to see yeah. the growth has been incredible. And during the pandemic, you know, you innovated as well. And, yeah. you know, being that us as artists and speakers and ministers, we weren't able to travel and go places because mm -hmm. stuff was shut down and people weren't doing anything extra. And so, but you said, you know what, we're going to start a TV show. So talk yeah. a little bit about that show that you guys were doing, which I caught it several times, was seeing it on social media, you posting clips yeah. and stuff, but it was The Encounter, right? Yes, The Encounter Live. Yeah, yeah <laughs> talk was... about The Encounter Live. You guys built sets and... It looked like yeah. you guys put a lot of work into that. You had a whole team yeah, of people we, that, which was great because it looked like you had a lot of young adults and teenagers involved in being oh, part yeah. of the TV show. Yeah, it was it was incredible. So what happened was, again, we're all in the pandemic, we're all in quarantine. And, you know, like you said, we do so much for young people. So we're usually moving and doing this and, you know, having youth services and conferences and outreach and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So everything is shut down and we're not doing any of that. We're trying to just barely get in services, you know, hopefully do like a drive-in service or an online yeah. service or whatever we could do. So I think it was in May that um, my dad had a vision from God about this show, The Encounter Live. Mm -hmm. And it was in May. He sat us all down as leaders and he said, God gave me a vision of a broadcast we need to do for this young generation. One mm -hmm. for our young people and the, the outreach that we have, but also for young people across the nation, because yeah. we saw that because not only our church was shut down, but churches all across America, youth groups, these young people had nothing to do. They mm -hmm. weren't being 
imparted into. And for some ministries that maybe don't focus a lot on the young generation, that's a hard pivot to try to quickly do something and get something moving for their young people. So my dad had this vision, sat us down, said, this is what we're going to do. And literally in 90 days, three months, we built everything, created the show. (laughs) Our entire church came behind it. Like there were Mm -hmm. men in our church that are our carpenters and and builders they're building the sets like this was crazy and it was so exciting because our entire sanctuary got transformed into like a set in a studio we came up with you know kind of the flow of how it would go of at first we we evolved during but at first just me i was the only person like kind of on there literally running from set to set to booth to booth around the whole thing it was crazy but then we kind of evolved and we got more people involved and like you saw so many of our young people were a part our teens our young adults even some of our kids they were all hands on deck and we really even took that as a time to really impart important to them as well and empower them to really do this to lead their generation and through us putting this together we got so many testimonies from young people across the nation of what God was doing Mm. in their life. And the goal of it was really, as the name of it is, Encounter, it was for them to encounter God right where they were at. Taking it where you don't have to be in this church service right now. You don't have to be at this conference right now. We are all at home in our rooms. You can encounter God right there. And God is so good. The Holy Spirit is so good that he showed up and in their rooms, young people were getting healed. They were getting Mm. delivered. They were getting set free. They they, they were getting saved. Their lives were transforming. And so we saw so much fruit that was coming out of it and kind of towards the the end of it, because we're kind of changing some things now, being that everything's kind of going a little bit back to normal. Things are changing a little bit, but Mm. we had some young people that as we were wrapping it up, literally in tears at the end saying, you have no idea what this did for me Mm. in my relationship with Christ. You have no idea what this did just even for my mental health. I was dealing with depression. I was suicidal. This brought me out of such a dark place. And so to see that something like that of just a broadcast we put together and it's, you know, going from, you know, one camera to someone's screen to see how that impacted them and made a difference in the lives of young people in this generation was just definitely encouraging. And I think it inspired a lot of others that came across it as well to see the impact that we can make in a generation truly how hungry they are for an encounter. Yeah, man, that's, that is awesome. And, and I know like knowing a little bit about your story, um, like you were like raised up and you had so much experience in front of the camera and in front of people that mm-hmm. you were ready to do that. So when your dad yeah. brought the idea, you were like, okay, yeah, I was so ready. I could do that. Cool. Let's go. (laughs) So tell everybody that's that's watching and listening, like a little bit of the Maddie Ray story. And like, I relate because I'm a PK. If you don't know what that means and you're watching out there, that means pastor's kid. And I have two PKs, two girls, which by Mm -hmm. the way, you know, they really look up to you. They're looking forward to seeing you at Flavor Fest this year and hanging out with you. But um, talk a little bit about even what it was like for you Uh, growing up as a pastor's kid and maybe some of the pressure so talk about some of that because a lot of PKs go through that season where there's some pressure and you might have wanted to rebel and run away from God at times I know I had my little rebellious season but talk a little bit about that and then just even just kind of walk people through some of the stuff that you know you were involved in 
at, over the years uh, yeah. with your parents. And I know even at a young age, you were on the microphone and they were getting you plugged in and involved because mm-hmm. in oh, the yeah. early years, the church was really small. And so yeah. your dad was like, my family, we're just, we're all going to do ministry together because it. <laughs> it was just us, you know, yeah. now it's grown to, there's yeah. a lot of people coming, but um, share a little bit of that journey and how that even prepared you for what you do today. Yeah. Yeah. So again, I'm a PK. I've grown up in the church, you know, my whole life, literally my parents started the ministry before I was even born. And so I was literally born right into it. And, you know, I think in the early, the early stages of my life, you know, kind of being a part of everything we were doing, we we had such a dynamic ministry for young people. That's why, you know, sometimes people even ask Maddie, why do you as a 23 year old always say young people, you're still young. Well, I just grew up around that kind of, you know, uh, uh, communication and verbiage of that's what we were doing. We were reaching a young generation. And so throughout all of that, my dad had been doing so much and just was so obedient to the Lord and what he was asking him to do, what he was calling him to do. We had so many programs going on. We had a bus ministry, outreach, evangelism, at the peak of our ministry, we were reaching uh, over 3,000 young people a week. And so we're yeah. just moving just with ministry for kids and teens. Um, and sidewalk I was Sunday school. Sidewalk Sunday school. Yes, we were doing the outreach. So shout out to if anyone knows about that, taking that yeah. yellow truck out to the parks and ministering to kids. And I grew up around doing that. You know, I was six, seven years old, handing out Christmas gifts to hundreds of kids at our Christmas giveaways. I was, you know, helping with our food baskets. I was going out to pass out flyers in the streets of these different areas that we were going to reach kids. So mm-hmm. I grew up in the ministry. I was always around it. But I think, you know, one area of my life, because there's been so many different things that we've done and so many aspects, but I do remember growing up, being a pastor's kid, even hearing people's testimonies, being in the church, because we did have our church, um, our adult congregation, kind of at a later time, which I can talk about in a moment. Mm -hmm. But I remember hearing, you know, a lot of testimonies and different things of what God does in people's lives. And, you know, the testimonies of I was doing this and that, but God saved me and he redeemed me. And I would be so amazed at these testimonies people had. And I went to my dad one time and I said, dad, I hear these incredible testimonies that people have, and they share all these things of what God did. And I was so concerned because I said, dad, I don't have a testimony. I even kind of went as far to say, I'm not going to have a testimony. I don't want to yeah. go out. I love the church. My, my yeah. church experience has been very good. I, I love what we get to do for God and for his people. And so I was so kind of discouraged in that moment of what is my testimony going to be? And that's when my dad looked at me at a young age, probably 10 years old and said, Maddie, the greatest testimony that you could ever have is to say that you've come to know the Lord and that you've never walked away from him. You've grown up in the church. You've served him with all your life. You've served him all the days of your life and you've never left him. And he shared that with me. And when he did, it inspired me to live out this life that I'm living right now. And when I share that testimony, I always tell people, we call it, you know, my dad shared with me as the greatest testimony, but it's not great because it's better than a testimony. It's great because that's what God intended. God Mm -hmm. intends for us to come to know him and never walk away from him. He intends for us to stay in his presence, to stay in his house. We, as young people, we don't have to go out into the world and experience this and that and try a little bit of this and live a little bit of that. 
There is no life for me in the world for Jesus says, I have come that you might have life and life more abundantly. And for me, that's the life I wanted to live. And so that's what I kind of grew up, you know, doing. I became a part of everything in our church. We had so many things going on. Uh, you know, we, um, what probably inspired the music side of what I do was we would always have concerts and we would bring in Christian rappers all the time. I think my dad shares that, like, even back in the day, he yeah. was going to have you out back in the yeah. day. <laughs> He's trying that. to get a hold of me. Right, trying to get a hold of until later. I think 2015 <laughs> was the first right. time I came through. Oh, my but, God. But yeah, that's how yeah. we met, we actually, from uh, Christian rapper uh, Han Sol. And he's like, yes. man, he's like, there's these guys up outside of Chicago. You got to meet them. They do have a ministry that's very similar. And he's oh, the one yeah. that connected us. And then your dad was telling me over the years, you guys have had several Christian hip hop oh, yeah. artists that had come. Well, yeah. we became kind of like the spot of like Christian rappers to just come yep. through. Like you were if like you on the circuit. Through in Illinois. Yes. Yep. We got to go there. Church of Joy. Absolutely. So I grew up around all of that. And that's what really inspired me to kind of do what I was doing with the music um, but also at a young age I was doing a kids tv show and that was just again a part of all the initiatives we had to mm -hmm. reach young people and then I was a part of an all-girls rap group so that really inspired kind of the rap and the performance yeah. and I really started to love that I loved performing I loved that this was an option in the church I could do something yeah. like this and spread the gospel um, and so I've been doing that for a while since I was probably about 16 is when I became kind of a solo artist from the group that we had mm -hmm. um, um, and then around 18 is when I became the youth pastor at our church. And so I chose to kind of not go away off to college or to even mm -hmm. not kind of sign into the industry as well. I decided to go to our Bible college here at our church, become the youth pastor. And that even just started a whole other kind of area of my life of preaching and ministering, which I'm doing a lot more now. And so I say just a really great, rich church background, ministry background. And I'm really grateful for that because I know that some PKs, they don't have the same experience yeah. there is. And, yeah. and don't think that, you know, my experience of all of that, that I didn't experience the good, the bad and the ugly. Oh, I yeah. saw it all. Oh yeah. But I think, you know, lastly, I'll say this about being a PK. And I guess in a moment we can talk about how I'm doing a workshop on it as well for any PKs that want to come and be a part of that. Um, but, you know, my parents really helped me with my perspective. Mm -hmm. And so when I go out now and minister to, to pastors, kids or church kids or young people that have grown up in the ministry with their parents, I always try to help them with their perspective because I think that's everything. I think mm -hmm. a lot of the rebellion or the kind of stereotypical sayings that come with PKs of they're this kind of kid in the church or that, I think at times it can come from perspective of just what you're seeing because there's all this expectation, there's the good, the bad, and the ugly that's going on in the church at times. Mm -hmm. But my parents helped me to see that I have a great opportunity to have a front row seat, literally, of mm -hmm. all that God does in people's lives. And because we're dealing with people, that's not going to be perfect. I say that the church is the most perfect, imperfect place you could ever be. It's filled with imperfect people. The church became imperfect when we all walked through the door. That's right. But it is the most, it's the most perfect place for us to be. And they've always helped me with that perspective. And I love to help young people to see that in this special place that God has put them in, they can find identity, they can find confidence, and they can find their purpose of who God created them to be while being in that environment. Man, that, that's great. That's great. And, and as, a, as a pastor and a PK, yeah. like super, super proud of you 
And it reminds me of the, the song that Truth did, which you probably heard about the, the song that he did about his testimony. And he yeah. kind of felt the same way. Like, man, I gotta have a testimony like everybody else that I went out and did all this crazy stuff. And then I came back to God and, you know, like God spoke to him and was like, no, like this is your testimony that yes. you stayed true and you followed God. And so, so yeah, I'm, I'm super proud of you. And so, because you know, you've been in the ministry environment and your parents gave you a platform. The cool thing is you were part of a cool church. Like mm -hmm. your parents like really yeah. uh, gave a platform for the arts yeah. and for creativity and you thrived in that. So now, like, like you said, you were in the rap group, you know, you were doing kids TV shows. Yeah. So you've been in front of the camera, you've been rapping, you've been singing, you've been dancing, you've been leading worship. Now you're a youth pastor, you're preaching. Mm -hmm. And so like you've had all this platform for you to develop into this. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even want to say triple threat. It's a quadruple quintuplet threat. Like, like you could do all these, everything you rap, you sing, you speak, you know, act, TV yeah. show host, all those things. And that's amazing. And that's such a, a role model example for young people out there to, to say, Hey, you can use these gifts and talents and use them for Christ yes. and to point people to him. And so at Flavor Fest this year, you're going to be doing something brand new officially yeah. uh, at the last Flavor Fest that we did. It kind of happened like organically impromptu because there yeah. was all these PKs and ministry leader kids yeah. hanging around during the right. day in the back green room areas yeah. um, of our church. You know, we had all the general sessions and workshops going on. Yeah. And they were for the adults, you know, at night we had the concerts and all the kids would go and jump into the concerts and be walking around and checking everything out. But during the day, they're kind of like just hanging out. And so they're all like, they're kind of like on their phones, they're talking together, but they're mostly on their phones and, yeah. you know, and you gathered some of them together. I was like, Hey, could, could we, I want to talk to all the, the PKs. And there's probably about eight to 10 of them. And my daughters yeah. were, were part of that. And so we were like, Hmm. You know, and, and I know that your dad reached out to me. He was like, you know, Maddie really wants to do something official. I'm like, please, that would yes. be great. So this year, officially at Flavor Fest, we're going to have a workshop track for mm -hmm. pastors, kids and ministry yeah. leader kids, because there's a lot of uh, people that come to Flavor Fest that they're a leader at their church. They might be a right. volunteer um, mm -hmm. or they might be on staff, but they're not the pastor. They might be right. Uh, a youth pastor, associate pastor, outreach director, administrator, yeah. whatever. Uh, and a lot of people that come to Flavor Fest, it's Florida. So there's mm -hmm. some people that come, they're like, we're coming to Flavor Fest for the weekend. Then we're going to stay a couple extra days and yeah. go to Disney or go to the beach or whatever with my family. So <laughs> there is something for the whole family. If yeah. you want to bring, if you have like some teenagers um, or even really like probably, I don't know, what do you think around 10, 10, 10 to 18 it's yeah. kind of the age gap class. So talk a little bit about what you're going to be doing in that workshop track with PKs and I don't know, we call them MKs, ministry leader kids, MLKs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. No, I, number one, I just thank you, Pastor Tommy, just for giving me the opportunity to have this workshop and to take the time. I totally remember that moment that we had last year or, you know, the, the, the year that I was there, whether it's two years ago. Um, and it was, it was great to just take time with them. And I think, you know, I love that we opened it up to not only pastors, kids, but yeah, ministry leader kids or just young people that have just grown up kind of in the church and around yeah. the ministry 
you know, and they're just living that kind of church kid life. Um, I'm just excited to just have this session and really share a lot of even what I just shared before about perspective. It's mm-hmm. really going to be about, you know, helping them find their identity their purpose and their confidence of being in the church, being in that position. And then also how to navigate, like I said, the good, the bad, and the ugly of the ministry, because not everything is pretty. You see, you know, as a PK, you sometimes get those backroom meetings of what's going on and this is happening in the church and all of that. Mm -hmm. And so how do we navigate that? But not only navigate it in the sense of like, man, I'm just surviving in the ministry. And you know, when I turn 18, I'm ready to go. So go do my thing. But where it's like, no, you are thriving where you see that in this place you're in, you have identity, you have purpose. You're not being overlooked. Sometimes the pastor's kids get overlooked. No one's thinking about the pastor's kids. They're just Mm -hmm. being overlooked or there's this huge expectation of just, well, you're a pastor's kid. You should be like this and you should be doing this and all of these things. It's moving all of that out of the way and saying, okay, with you being in this position, let's talk about who you are. Why did God even put you in this special position? There must be something. There must be some kind of call that is on your life that God Mm. needs you to get, like you said, this experience Mm. that I have right now for what God is calling me to do because of what I grew up in. I believe all pastor's kids that grew up in ministry, I believe it is for such a divine purpose that God placed them in that place to come to know God in a different way, to Mm. come to know the ministry in a different way, and to come to know their purpose purpose in a different way. And so we're going to talk about all of that. And I love to just empower young people that are church kids and help you to be confident in doing that, confident in your testimony. When I share my testimony, like I did, I share it in such confidence where I say, I can't tell you what it's like to be in the world. I can't tell you what it's like to drink, to smoke, to to go out, to have a boyfriend, to do all this. I can't tell you what that's like. And I don't have to because there's plenty of people that can't. What I can tell you is how to not. I can tell you how Mm -hmm. to live your life for Christ. I can tell you how to not fall into temptation, how to have a relationship with God, how to be on fire for the things of God, how to Mm -hmm. be in ministry and walk in your purpose. That's what I can tell you. And I want to tell you that in a way where it empowers you and inspires you to live that out and be who God has created you to be. So I think a lot of the kids and young people, teens, whoever it is, young adults, whoever winds up being a part of it, I think they'll just enjoy it so much and be really inspired to start walking in that as a pastor's kid or church kid. That's great. That's great. So yeah. parents out there, uh, if you're coming to Flavor Fest, you might want to bring your teenager with you or your young adult, get them in the class with this, you know, super inspiring, empowering <laughs> firecracker, Maddie Ray. She's going to get them hyped up and amped up. And so, and I think that's really important that, you know, young people can see somebody else that, is around their age or maybe just a little older than them, mm-hmm. um, but somebody that they can relate to, but somebody that's, that's you know, that's relevant. That's yeah. cool. You know, I can look, oh man, this, she's an artist. She's going to mm-hmm. rap. She's dancing. She's singing. She's, you know, um, so you, you do all that stuff. But one thing I didn't talk about, well, two other things that, that comes to my mind I want, I want to talk about as well is you're a creative like all around like I'm a creative too and I, I, yeah. I wear like multiple different hats I love it yeah. so I love vibing with other creatives so you also like me have a clothing line um mm-hmm. and you have your website and you know and you also are an author now as well so talk about some of those other hats that you you know in the last couple of years developed into you know it might have just been you 
doing sidewalk Sunday school and rapping in the rap group, you know, but yeah. now like you're starting to do these, you know, these other things as well. Like you, you come like an entrepreneur or like a business owner, you got your own businesses now with different things. So, so talk a little bit about that. Um, the whole dwell website and the vibe and, and the meaning behind that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, first, one of my favorite things that's in the Bible is when Paul says, I have become all things to all men that I yeah. might win some. Yep. And I love that because I think, you know, I do run in a lot of different lanes. And I think yeah. sometimes people can feel like, man, you're just doing all of these different things. But to me, I, I want to not only empower a generation, but equip a generation to yeah. be able to live out the life that God has for them. And so with doing music, with preaching and ministering, I love to accompany those things with things like books and resources and mm -hmm. merch and all of the things that I do. It's all a part of even our ministry here at our church. My church, my dad's church sends me out as an evangelist. They send yeah. me out as an outreach of our ministry. And so the clothing line is backed by them. The books that come out is backed by them. Mm -hmm. the, the songs and everything, it's all backed by them. And my dad is actually the one who gives a lot of vision for this because from the very beginning, he's had a heart to reach a young generation. Mm -hmm. And that's what inspired me to have this heart to reach a generation and see them really come to know Christ. It's been kind of the, the 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 legacy and carrying that on for my dad and what he has started and what he has sown for and sacrificed in his life and so even coming into this year you know we've released a lot this year we've had a really great year as a team just releasing so much music and books and 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 merch and clothing and all of that but my dad kind of gave us a vision at the beginning of the year of this cadence that we would have uh, coming into this year. And so I started writing books uh, that kind of paired a little bit with my music at times mm -hmm. or just with other things. So that way, when I would perform or preach, I wasn't just kind of telling you, hey, yeah, this is what you should do. This is how you should live. But after this concert, after this time of ministry, come meet me at my table because yeah. I want to give you a book that's going to give you keys, steps, and mm. tools to actually walk that out in your everyday life. And so that's what the books are for. That's what the resources are for. Um, the devotionals that'll be coming out on YouVersion. That's what all of that stuff is for, is to really equip a young generation. And real quick, I'll kind of plug this uh, for the pastor's kids and church kids that are coming. Uh, I also have a book called Dwell that talks about that message of pastor's mm -hmm. kids, uh, which that term dwell, it comes from the verse in the Bible, Psalms 27, verse four, where it says, one thing I desire, this only do I seek, is to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my mm. life. And so that's been a foundational verse for me that really keeps me grounded in knowing that I am going to, as I used to say, some some of my fans that have been following for a while would know this term, but I'm going to be a dweller. A or dweller, I'm going yeah. to choose <laughs> I've seen that dwell. on your, your social media. Where's oh, all my yeah. dwellers at? My dwellers. I know that's like, I used to do that. <laughs> I should get back to it. But, um, you know, just saying I'm going to dwell in God's house. I'm not going to uproot myself from this place that God has me in. And so that's kind of carried into different areas of my ministry, but I've written a book about it all mm -hmm. about being a pastor's kid and, and living that kind of life out. My whole testimony is in there as well. Um, and then the, the clothing line is called the Dwell Shop is what we've called it. And it started out with kind of that message of dwell. But now we've just been releasing merch that has gone with all of the music and even different topics that I've ministered on. Just again, getting Christian apparel out there 
to make young people feel confident about representing Jesus. Yeah. I just released a song called Telling Everybody that talks all about telling everybody about Jesus. And uh, we're getting ready to come out with some merch for that, that literally says, Jesus Christ is my everything. And it's like, stuff like that is what young people need to be wearing to say, mm -hmm. you know what, I am unashamed. I am bold and proud to say that Jesus Christ is my everything. And so that's what the clothing line is, the merch is, and then all of the books, they really just help uh, young people live out their lives. The most recent one was uh, No More Lies that talks about finding your identity and purpose. Um, and that one, again, is just a really great resource for young people to have and let it just encourage them. That's cool. So you keep saying books, like multiple. How many books have you written now? What are you up to? No. <laughs> like name your books. Give us your, okay. your titles. Yes. Yes, okay. Yes, yes. I love it. So the first one that I released several years ago was Dwell. That's the yeah, first one that came out. I remember that. And yep. then this year we released um, a book called No Bad Days. So it's all about your perspective on life, knowing that life mm -hmm. is good because God is good. And so I have that book and it's accompanied with kind of a mini book that has some prayers and confessions and scriptures and just an additional resource. So that's another one. Then I also released a kid's book. So that one came out ah. this year and it's called Never Let You Go. And it was taken from one of the songs I released called Never Let You Go. Mm -hmm. And it's all about helping kids, teens, young people choose to never let go of their faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. I believe that we should say the same thing to Jesus and say, I will never leave you. I will never walk away from you. I'm not going to let you go. And so I created this book about a little girl named Gracie. And she has this little balloon that her parents tell her, keep hold of that balloon. Don't let it go. Don't let it fly away. Don't let anyone take it. And that balloon, once you read the story, it winds up representing her faith in Jesus Christ. She holds on to it and she never lets it go no matter what. Mm. So that's that book. And then the most recent one is uh, No More Lies, which talks about your identity and your purpose uh, in Jesus Christ. And then it has um, some really great kind of resource pages in the book that are mm -hmm. like scripture confessions. So let's say one of the chapters is on overcoming insecurity there's literally like three to five pages on just scriptures that you can confess over yourself to help you overcome insecurity so those are the most recent wow. ones next year i'll be releasing another one on the holy spirit which i'm most excited about but i'm just going to keep moving and keep that's creating. great so four books so far yeah. and you're 23 I know. So I'm you're catching so up to me. I, I've written five books right now, wow. officially, and a couple ebooks, but That's five awesome. print books. But I didn't write my first book until I was like in my 30s. I was like, you know, so yeah. you're already, you're going to pass me up by next year at 24, right? 25. <laughs> you know, so I, I have that's to say, great. Though. I have to say, I'm so grateful to number one, my dad, and number two, to our church and our team. Yeah. My dad is the one who, who, who always puts this inside of me and says, Maddie, you can do this. You can mm -hmm. write this book and we will support you as a church. And so I That's always great. have to just be so grateful to my dad who gives the vision, my mm -hmm. church who supports me and honestly backs and finances these things. And mm -hmm. then my team also that my dad has put around me that really helps make these things happen and put these, puts, uh, these books together. So I never want it to seem like I am just kind of doing all of this on my own. Yeah, you it got takes a good so team. many others that are a part of it and I'm so grateful to be so young and to have had the opportunity to do this yeah but it's beautiful that instead of you signing with a record label or with a publisher your mm -hmm. church has created yeah. that opportunity your dad to yeah. you know self you know self-publish yeah. self-record mm -hmm. uh, all that stuff and your church has the 
you know, the studio and the resources and all those things. Yeah. And even the TV show you're able to do, you yeah. guys were able to do all that ministry that's coming directly out. And that's a great yeah. model that, yeah. think, you know, as, as, you know, publishers change and record labels are, everything's changing because the economic model is mm -hmm. not there with streaming and, you know, record right. labels are not making money like they used to. Yeah. Um, that's a great model that some people I think could adapt, like where churches could support, you know, I believe books the and music. They I should. Think, yeah. I think they should. I think young people that have this desire to do these things, you know, for mm -hmm. the body of Christ and for the Lord, I think it 100% should be backed by the church. And I, I know we're yeah. always praying over here on our end that churches would really turn their heart to even these young artists that are in their church, these young ministers, these young authors that are in their yeah. church and just praying that they would raise them up and really send them out. Because when you're in, when you're doing what we do, but for the Lord, we're missionaries, we're evangelists, we're being yeah. sent out to preach the gospel in these ways that God has gifted us in. So we pray that all the time that more churches would really turn their heart to those young people that are in their church and really raise them up. So where can people go to find all these resources that we just talked about? And yeah. then also, so let us know that. And then how can people even find you on social media and, you know, all things Maddie Ray? <laughs> so all of the uh, merch and the books and all of that, that's available online on thedwellshop.com. That's kind of my online store. You can find it all there. Mm -hmm. uh, any of the books, you can actually find them on Amazon as well. So if you prefer that, you can go on Amazon. Um, all of my music is available wherever you listen to music. So you can find it all um, on there. And then uh, for any wanting to get to know more about me and my ministry or even having me out to your ministry, you can find that on my website or just email me, which is on my website and all of that. And then I'd love for uh, you guys to follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. Instagram at official Maddie Ray. I am on TikTok. I do a little bit, a little bit on TikTok. Official Maddie Ray. A little something, something. Um, and then also on YouTube is where obviously my music videos and things go out. But if you're interested in watching the Encounter Live and what we had done for that, it's all on my YouTube channel as well. So you can go on there and watch it and see kind of what that show looks like. And then all the additional stuff that we put on there too. Awesome. So listen, go check out some Maddie Ray stuff for real. Flavor Fest family. And we're super excited to have you down at Flavor Fest 21 so um, yep. doing some workshops. You're also going to be performing in yes. the Saturday night on the main stage festival mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. along that night with KB is going to be performing. Uh, Zonti, we just confirmed him. Oh, he's awesome. going to be here that Saturday night. He came night. out to the Encounter Live. So he's yes. been on Encounter Live. Yeah. Stephen mm -hmm. Malcolm is going to be there. I know you've done stuff with him as yeah. well. He's going to be performing Saturday night. Um, as well as a number of other artists. So again, yeah. go to flavorfest.org. You can see all the details of what's right. happening, but it's going to be an amazing conference. We're, we're super excited that you're coming down Thank to Florida so to get some heat and humidity in October. It's still going to be beautiful. Yeah. I'm ready for it. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. This was such an honor to be on here with you and to share. Definitely. And I can't wait to be out there with you guys. Definitely. We'll tell you what, go ahead and close us out in prayer. Pray for everybody that's watching this, that's listening to this and uh, bless them today. Go ahead.
Yes. God, we just thank you, Lord, for this time that we had together on here. I pray for anyone that's listening or watching this right now. I thank you, God, that your hand is just upon them, that you are moving in their life right now, whatever stage of life they're in. I thank you that you are leading, guiding, and directing them, Lord, and that they know, Holy Spirit, that you are with them. I pray for any young person that might be hearing this right now, that you are helping them to find their identity and their purpose and having that confidence in you, God. I pray that you're just stirring that up on the inside of them and they begin to draw closer and closer to you, God. I thank you for Pastor Tommy and his ministry, all that you have blessed them with and all that you have been doing uh, in their ministry and through their ministry. I pray that you continue to do more, do exceedingly abundantly above all they could ever ask, think, or imagine. And we thank you, God, for Flavor Fest. We thank you that it's gonna be just such a great time for everyone to come together, to have fun, to lift you up, and to just really um, put the gifts and talents that you have given us just on display for your glory and for your kingdom. So I pray that your hand is upon that. It would be an anointed time that we have together. And I pray that you would bless it and bless all of us in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Man, I'm super proud of her. I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm like Uncle Urban D or something, you know, and uh, it's been really cool to watch her grow up over the last couple of years and see her just blossom as uh, an artist and an author, youth pastor, speaker, clothing line, all the different things that, that Maddie's doing now on version as well. So super, super excited for her and excited she's going to be at the fest this year. So again, like go over to flavorfest.org, um, get registered, check it out, bring some other people from your team, from your church as well, some of your friends, like come down to Florida, jump in the car together, whatever, get on a flight, put your mask on and come down and be with us. It's going to be an incredible Flavorfest 2021 and we also got this thing happening called the Battle of the Elements. And that is going to be crazy. So we're going to have uh, beatboxing, breakdancing, uh, the 16-bar challenge. We're going to have a graffiti expo, DJ expo. And, uh, man, I'm forgetting, like, one of, oh, the beat battle, of course. So six different elements, and people are going to be competing to be a part of that. It's going to be something brand new at Flavor Fest that we're going to do in the evening. So, so listen, hey, if you guys enjoyed the podcast today, do me a favor. And if you could subscribe to the channel, if you're watching it on YouTube, if you're listening and you didn't know, like this is, this is on YouTube as well. So you can go over to UrbanD813, my YouTube channel, and uh, you can watch it there. Subscribe. Uh, if you're listening on a podcast platform, if you could like it, if you could rate it, if you could share it. That'd be super helpful. We want to continue to get this information out to help more leaders that are in the urban multi-ethnic space, the creative space, the entrepreneurial space. We want to inspire people, give people tools, introduce you to some great people that are doing amazing work around the nation. So, yo, next week we'll be back, and hopefully I'm going to see you at Flavor Fest this October. God bless you guys. I'm out. Thanks for tuning in to the Flavor Fest, Urban Leadership Podcast. Stay connected with us on social media at UrbanD813 and at Flavor Fest. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace and God bless.